Okay, so um, do you ever watch like the black independent films on the Netflix? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, man? Why not? You don't support your own. No, I don't. Why not, man? You never, like, ever just be like, yo, I'm bored. Let me just check one of these movies that stand for, like, one of these movies that's titled, Girl, He Ain't the One. Boy, Stop. Or. Because Tyler Perry fucked that shit up for everybody, man. But they not all, like, Tyler Perry movies, man. Nah, hold on. It's one in particular. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That. Like, I got to the preview, and I was like, all right, I can't fucking do this. I can't think of the name of it right now, but I just look at the preview, and it was like, these black dudes, these, like, black dudes moved into a nice black neighborhood, and then the black people that lived in the neighborhood was, like, looking down on them. Oh, you talking about uh, black privilege? Yeah, I saw the preview for that shit. I was just like, fuck. You looking down on me, brother? You was looking down on me when we got here. Stick together. And I was just like, bro, nah, I'm not doing this. You can't watch none of them films, man. No, like, man. Look, you know what I'm saying? I support my black films. You know what I'm saying? I've seen Baby Boy like 700 times. Like, (laughs) but nah, I can't do them, James, man. I just, I can't. I can't even get past the preview. Me and Camille just got finished watching this movie called The Switch, so it was pretty. It was a pretty wild ending. What was it about? Was it like on some like black people need to do better shit? No, no, it was a, a swingers movie. Basically, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a wild ending. Uh, well, since you're not gonna watch it, I'll just go ahead and tell you what happened. So basically, the girl, the the wife, her husband, you know, had his own business driving a Mercedes Benz truck. Okay, so he had his own business, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to feed, you know, trying to leave something for my son. But then she was a housewife, always at home alone. The husband, he working all these long hours for his business, might I emphasize. And she was like, man, you don't spend enough time with me and blah, blah, blah. So she calls one of her old friends back in college that was a hoe. And they meet back up on Facebook. This is how old this movie is. They link back up on Facebook meet at a strip club and she was like yeah you should swing sometime with me and and your husband and basically she swings with the uh they 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 ended up swinging with the couple and um her and her husband or just her her and her husband but she was already like fucking with the girl and her boyfriend who was the owner of a strip club by the way so he was a pimp but um of course um, so they ended up they and the um the guy who worked all day he met her friend the hoe and of course he becomes attracted to her, but he wanted to hide it from his wife. He was like, "Man, I ain't trying to fuck you. You my wife." And the wife was like, "But I know you." Fi- oh, and oh, and let me put this disclaimer out there. You know what the friend's name was? Hmm, was it like Keisha? Or something yes, like that? it was Keisha. <laughs> yeah, how did I? Know? <laughs> Her name was Keisha, of course, yes. Keisha was the one lusting. <laughs> of course. Okay. So he's, he's that. Yeah, so he finds Keisha attractive. You know, he starts uh when he starts having sex with his wife, he's picturing like he's having sex with Keisha. And so then I guess he finally his temptation temptation finally gave him it was like fuck it. He's like, I really don't want you fucking another guy, but fuck it. He really wanted to fuck Keisha. And he knew the only way he was going to fuck Keisha was if he let the dude fuck his girl or wife. So they ended up they ended up doing it. He didn't like that shit. So this is how the movie ends. 
So the movie ends by them uh, sitting at the kitchen table, looking at each other in disgust. And she tells him, I want a divorce. <laughs> so the nigga, he was like, oh, you want a divorce? So he pulls out a gun and shoots her. <laughs> and Wait, then. <laughs> I I what, huh? I did not think that's that, that, that's where that was going. Me and Camille thought the same that. way. We was like, yo, where the fuck did this shit come from? Like, how did we get here? And then he ends up killing himself. He's like, yeah, you said we was going to uh, be at the road at the end. To get some bullshit. He was like, yeah, you told us we was going to walk together at the end of the, the journey together. Then he puts the gun to his head and kills himself. What's the name of this movie? The, the Switch. All right. See, now I want to watch it just because I know what's about to happen. But it did. But I just feel like, damn, nigga, like you was able to swing with your wife. And she was letting him. Um. She was like, yo, I want to spice up our sex life. And she was letting him fuck other chicks. Like, she was like, yo, I'll bring the girls in and you, you fuck them. She was even sending strippers to the man's job to get him to get him to, to participate in this fucking swinging shit. And he wasn't with it. He was like, nah, I'm like, you my wife. But I think deep down inside, he really wanted to fuck Keisha. I'm pretty sure he did. But he didn't want to fuck Keisha. Yeah, Yeah, but he didn't want to fuck Keisha in front of his wife. Yeah, because, like, he was really, like, it wasn't just, like, no, you know, something like, no, like, I just really want to do it. It was like he was really feeling like, yeah, I really want to fuck with this girl, right? Exactly. But the whole, okay, but but the whole thing with Keisha was like, well, if I fuck you, my man got to fuck your wife. And he was like, nah, I ain't with that shit. And then, you know, Keisha's like, well, you don't, you ain't trying to sample some of this pussy? Because the only way you're going to get this pussy is if you let my man fuck your wife. <laughs> That's what kind of movie this was, man. <laughs> okay. How did y'all even come across this? Like, <laughs> Support my own black people, man. That's how I came across it, man. I'm just, I'm just going through the independent films, man. <laughs> I mean, okay. Like, I... I I I can't do it. I just didn't like the ending. That that's the only thing about the movie. I didn't like the ending. It sounds like they got to the end and was just like, "Yo, I fuck it. Like, let's just take the easy way out." Well, it, if you really thought about it, you probably could have came up with some creative shit. And they were just like, "Nah, let's just kill everybody." Well, the fact that you said that, sir, let's just kill everybody. Would you like to know where this movie took place at? Because <laughs> you're probably going to laugh. <laughs> or you're probably going to be like, of course, of course it is. I mean, I just assumed, like, just as soon as you said black, I just assumed Atlanta. Nah, it, no, 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 mm-mm. Because ah, you, okay. you, you said a key word. Oh, uh, we can't think of anything. Let's just kill everybody. Would you like to know where this movie took place at, sir? Man, it's a black movie that's not in Atlanta. <laughs> um, all right, give me, give me three more guesses. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no. Matter of fact, matter of fact, give me one guess. Let me just ask like two questions. All right. Like, is this like a place where black people live? Like, it's a lot of black people in the city. <sighs> yes. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Is this like it's East Coast or West Coast? Uh, I can't tell you or it'll give it away. So okay. let me say. Uh, well, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go ahead with my guess. Now, I'm gonna just say, ah oh, man, he got his own company. I'm gonna say LA. Nah, you're wrong. Where is that? Detroit. 
But see, but see, now you threw me off because you said the nigga got money. So I'm just like, that's the last place I'm like, so basically, like, if you live in Weller, Detroit, that nigga makes like 30000 a year. So, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Took place in Detroit. God damn. Okay. That ain't, I mean, I think Detroit might be even more of a niggas, like a niggerish answer than Atlanta, honestly. I mean, you said it yourself. We can't think of an end there, so let's just kill each other because that's kind of what we, we know for in Detroit. That sounds like a Detroit nigga move right there, boy. <laughs> Fuck working it out. <laughs> Get this clip pop. <laughs> now, you ever seen that, that noisy Detroit documentary? Have I seen the Detroit one? Ah, uh, yes. It's the one who had uh, Danny Brown there, right? Yeah, when they yeah, had I've like seen that little one. ass pistols, but they put the fucking banana clip on them shits. I yes. was like, y'all niggas are angry. <laughs> y'all niggas need some counseling. They <laughs> <laughs> need some jobs out there. They do. <laughs> now, Mad, you got to be able to put an extended clip on a little ass pistol, bro. <laughs> God damn. So yeah, that's what that's what that movie was about, man. Um, I know, and oh, it wasn't on Netflix. It was on Amazon. I just come to uh, think about it, it was on Amazon Prime. But Amazon Prime, you know, they got the same. I'm pretty sure they got a, a movie on Netflix that's similar to that shit. Cause I, I I've seen a uh, I've seen another I've seen a Netflix movie where um, it had like some uh, not not well known movie stars, but like it had like Robert Richard in it. Sounds kind of familiar. But the light skinned nigga from Cousin Skeeter. Oh, the dude that was in one on one? Uh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never knew his name. Like I always called him um I always called him Ziggy because he was in Light It Up. Yes, he got killed at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, alright, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Now I mean like uh Tiana got Amazon Prime, so It's on there, man. You should watch it, man. Well, I mean if if I actually if, might. If you decide to, if if you decide, it's a wild ending, man. You're gonna, you're gonna. I mean, even though I know the ending is coming, I still need to see this shit. Yeah, and then ignore the acting. The acting wasn't that bad, you know. Wasn't that bad? Look, I've seen Acrimony, so I know bad acting. Like, so I mean, I can ignore that. So it's it's a. I I thought the movie was straight. I'm not gonna say it's like. The best movie ever. I'm not gonna say that I'll sit there and watch that shit again, but I mean, if you're like super bored and there's like absolutely nothing on TV, like when I say there's nothing on television, like I do not want to watch the Detroit Tigers against whoever they're playing today or whatever. Like I don't want to watch that shit. So it's like, so basically, like every Sunday, like for me, like when the office goes off at like two. Cause there's nothing on after that. Exactly, man. Especially during baseball season. Yeah, there's shit on. Like, you know what I'm saying? We don't get Braves games like that up here. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to watch the Mets and the Rockies. <laughs> man, fuck it. I'm not. I'm not doing much. I, I give it a try. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not that bad, man. I mean. Uh, that's just what I look at when I when I get bored. I, I kind of look at the black independent films just to see like how bad they are or how raw the footage can get. So, yeah, like and all right, like every now and then, I, like it, they're far and few between. Like I'll peep one out because, like, remember I, who when uh, 
Snow on the Bluff hit, boy. Like, that was my shit when that shit came That's back. raw. Now, see, that's raw. Horrible that's acting. Amazing. Yes, and it was fucking amazing. Then again, I don't even know if they was acting. I think I think the nigga was really. I think this was just like a fucking re, uh, the the real definition of a reality show. I don't think this was no movie. Right, it didn't feel like it, dog. Like I was just like, what the fuck am I watching? Like when, dude, when that dude's, uh, I think he had a daughter. His baby mama got killed. His baby mama got killed. And he told <laughs> this kid, like, you better stop crying. Man, <laughs> <laughs> Some of it, like you know, like how niggas be hyping up shit, like fucking paid in full and all of those. I'm just like, all right, those are stupid, but whatever. You ain't fuck with paid in full. No. All right, they make that out to be. They think that shit out to be like fucking Scarface or some shit. And it's just like, no, it's just fucking Makai Pfeiffer and Cameron being his normal asshole self. Like, mm-hmm. some people would say Scarface was an overrated movie. It is. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's better than paid in full. And the thing about Scarface is like it had all these. It's supposed to be these dudes from Cuba, and nobody in that movie was Cuban. Everybody was white and Jewish. Huh. None of them dudes was Cuban. Yeah, you're right. Al Pacino, even though Al Pacino plays a lot of Cuban roles. Yeah, he, he does. Like, <laughs> man, I mean, I, I guess. But, I mean, like, most of them gangster movies, like, I haven't even seen half of them. But, I mean, people... Or romanticize them shit. Most of them are just like, eh, it's alright, but it ain't nothing special. Um, speaking of shit that's horrible, yeah, I don't know if you still watch. Well, I think you do, but, bruh, oh, God, I hate saying this because it's ruining my childhood. Monday Night Raw. What the fuck's going on, man? I try to turn it. I I watch the. Uh, I don't watch it as much as I do, as I did when I was like in middle school and high school. But it was another. You know, say this baseball season brings out nothing on television, people. So I saw Monday Night Raw on, and so I just turned it off. Like yo, I haven't watched Raw in fucking years, man. I haven't watched Raw since probably since like The Rock and Stone Cold and them. So I turned it on, and they having a fucking reunion show. And I see more talking than I do the fucking wrestling. Like they brought out a uh, Kurt Angle. Um, what's the dude's name? The dude with the ponytail. His name is Paul, the fat dude. Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not an actual wrestler. He was just. Yeah, a, he's like a manager or something. Yeah, he was an actual man. They had him on there. Wilson Ramos, the fucking Miz, and like they're literally just talking in the fucking ring. And I'm just like, this is not the Monday Night Raw that I grew up on. So I didn't know if you still watch this shit. Like, I know you still watch WrestleMania and shit like that. But is WrestleMania still the WrestleMania that 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 it was when we were when we were younger? Is there actual wrestling? Okay, so like I usually order WrestleMania every year. This is the year that I did. And I forgot why, but all right, like WrestleMania is different because. They know that they're catering to like a larger fan base, like more people are watching this than they would just watch Raw. So they'll bring out the older people and have them wrestle. 
Okay. A lot of times that'll be the one wrestling match you'll see like niggas like The Undertaker or Kane or somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that doesn't wrestle normally. So they'll do that and then they'll have like also WrestleMania is like fucking five hours long now. So <laughs> Yeah, like that shit, dog. Last year that shit so they have a pre WrestleMania that starts at like five. Actual WrestleMania starts at like seven or eight. That shit doesn't go up until twelve thirty. Mm. Yeah, but nah, I, I, said, I saw the same shit with the um, the Monday Night Raw thing, too. And man, I hate to say it's because I'm not against it, but uh, wrestling is trying to, like, with all the, how people are trying to be politically correct and not do the wrong thing and say the wrong thing, like, wrestling is trying to do that, too, but it's also wrestling, so it, it, it makes it boring. So it's like now, like, remember back in the day, like, Stone Cold used to stun the fuck out of Stephanie McMahon, like all like. Yeah. They used to just be body slamming the hell out of women and stuff. Like mm-hmm. now you can't. I mean, and I guess it, it was probably wrong to do that back then. But I mean, the wrestlers, like, it's not like we're. You know what I'm saying? But now it's a lot of things that they just can't do now, and they, they're trying to make it less violent. That's another thing. So if you look at it now, they don't really do the things. Remember when wrestlers used to like cut themselves so they'd be bleeding and stuff like that? Yep. They don't do that no more. Like they changed the. Uh, they don't do the hardcore belt no more because hardcore is a word that apparently is problematic. Mm. I mean, that that I don't understand. But they changed it to twenty four seven belt. So I mean, it's it's not it's not as entertaining. I mean, so basically all they can do is sit and talk. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Oh, they um. What's the one they took away? I think they took away. Let the let the ladders, tables, and chairs match. Yeah, they took that away. Get the fuck out of here, wrestling. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, dude. Like, what are we watching now? You feel me? I want to say it took away Hell in a Cell, but I'm not sure yet. Like, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I got to double check that. But yeah, man, they took away like all the shit that we grew up watching. So, you know, what I'm saying like, if somebody that was watching it like back, that was watching during their heyday, like in the early '90s, the early 2000s. Like, we're looking at it now, like, yo, what the fuck is this shit on my TV? Or shit, even before then, like, back when uh my grandma, she used to watch wrestling. And when they was just like, they literally were just, it literally was wrestling. I'm talking about like that old WCW type shit. Yeah, that back. Andre the Giant, fucking the Hulk Hogan before we knew he was a racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, back when everybody was on steroids and coke, like, yep. you know Everybody was an alcoholic, like, but dude, like you can't. Did you know when you were when you were a, a young when you were young when you were back in middle school? Then did you think wrestling? Did you think wrestling was real or fake? No, I always know it was fake. I you knew it was fake. Okay. Yeah, but the whole thing like that annoyed me was like the people that are like, well, you know it's fake, bro. And it's just like, yo, if people think it's real, like let them believe that shit. Like these are the same motherfuckers that would tell like a two year old that Santa Claus ain't real. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like. Dude, like, I know it's like, I know it's fake, but it's entertainment. Exactly. Yeah, that's how I felt about it, too. I was like, I knew it was fake. Now, some stuff I thought was real, though. I ain't gonna lie. When goddamn, when, um, when, uh. I'm still convinced to this day it's still real, bro. I know, man. Like, I don't know, man. When fucking, uh, who the hell slammed that motherfucker through the goddamn ring? Was that Kane who slammed, uh, the big show? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. That was, and they had to yeah. take that motherfucker out to the hospital. Like, I think that shit was real. Right. Everything <laughs> that mankind ever did, I'm convinced, is still real. Exactly. The Undertaker threw that nigga off the top of the hell in the cell. Yeah. Fucking announcers. No, I don't care if that's fake or not. That shit still look like it hurt, bro. Or when he, uh, didn't he get choke slam on, on those tacks? Yeah. He, those were real fucking tacks. Yeah, those were real tacks. <laughs> like, I saw a documentary on that. Like, that shit was actually real. I think even, uh, whoever did, I think it was the Undertaker who did that. He was just like, yo, this nigga is crazy. <laughs> like, even he was looking at him like, yo, you sure you want to do this? Like, so a lot of that shit is, you know what I mean? Because, like, dude, they get... Seriously injured, you know what I'm saying? Like, all mm-hmm. the, like Stone Cold blew his knee out. Like, mankind had all that stuff. Like, these niggas actually do get seriously injured. Mm-hmm. Do some of this shit. Like, I mean, when they used to tell me that, uh, anytime um, Kurt Angle put somebody in the goddamn uh, what was that shit called? The so ankle. It was, it was, uh, it was a corny ass man. Like, all his moves were actual wrestling moves yeah and it was like oh he got him in the ankle lock he's gonna break his ankle he's gonna be out for three weeks and I used to think that shit was real I was like oh shit he gonna be out for three weeks <laughs> but like that actual move is real like I'm guessing he like eased up on it but yo have you ever had somebody put you in the walls of Jericho or a sharpshooter uh no but I did put somebody in the walls of Jericho and it really does hurt your back that shit hurts <laughs> <laughs> That shit ain't no joke. Like that's them submission moves literally hurt. Like a figure four leg flop, that shit fucking hurts, bro. But if you're on a bunch of steroids, it shouldn't hurt, right? Boom. <laughs> I mean, I if you're on steroids and a whole bunch of cocaine and creatine, eh, you're not gonna feel it. You're probably not gonna feel anything. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. You think the Rock was on steroids? Well, first off, hold on. Is the is the Rock even a human? <laughs> No. The <laughs> and to the answer to the other one, I don't think he was. Like, have you seen his family? Like, no, yeah, I think I think I think he was. The Moans are big ass niggas, bro, and he's actually like a smaller nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like when you look at Samoans. Camille Camille believes that John Cena is inhuman. She was like, "Why is his chin so perfectly chiseled?" <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so perfectly chiseled. It's just, I've never seen a chin like that before. <laughs> I mean, he looked like that nigga off American Dad. Like, I, I mean, I guess. Like, he ain't. I mean, I don't know. I think it's like those fucking jean shorts that he still be rocking. Like, yeah, I, can't I, get ne- past that, I never fuck. I never fuck with John Cena. Neither did I. Because remember, he used to get up there and try to freestyle with people. Oh, like, God. Like, yeah. You can't see me. He even put out a fucking album, too. He did. <laughs> I could not stand that dude. And then that dude, like, actually had real life beef with The Rock. I was just like, okay, now nah, fuck this dude for real. Like, nobody talks bad about Dwayne Johnson on my watch. So, so wrestling is is done. It's, it's over with. It, I mean, it's. It, it's over with for us. But I mean, kids that grow up off of this, they don't know, like, we're going to be them old dudes. You know how old dudes talk about basketball now? Be like, man. It wasn't the same as it was back in the day. Man, it wasn't, bro. Like, yeah, like that's how we gonna be with wrestling. Like these kids still gonna love it because they don't know nothing different. <laughs> like, I mean, cause I don't know, man. It just it's it's definitely different now. Like I said, I haven't watched it. Like I haven't like religiously followed the shit probably since I was maybe uh, probably high school. I think that's probably the last time I religiously watched wrestling because I would watch. Monday Night Raw every uh every Monday, 
Smackdown every Thursday And then Sunday would be uh, Sunday Night Heat Sunday Night Heat Yeah 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 Yep um, I mean for me Like I stopped watching Religiously Probably Yeah matter of fact It'd probably be the year Before we moved In that house in Greensboro Like so it was like My sophomore year Mm-hmm. Like I would still watch that shit Like every Monday and Thursday Or whatever like Cause I remember when they had the draft When they bought the WCW And they split everybody up I think I was like 05 Yes when watching. they took out And I hated when they converted The WWF to the WWE I hated yeah. that shit I, Dude, I, yeah. But you know like Why they did that You know who they lost that lawsuit to Who The fucking World, uh, World Wildlife Foundation Y'all lost to a bunch of niggas That support pandas Like how the fuck Why the Why fuck? did they What was the lawsuit about Cause the The World Wildlife Foundation Like called themselves The WWF The WWF oh. the, Like they went Like the The World Wildlife Foundation Sued The World Wrestling Federation And won Somehow Come on, Vince Big Man. You you supposed to be you supposed to be more uh shystier than that. Dude, I'm just like, yo, you got a shysty, shady, petty ass nigga and Vince McMahon, and you got I know you got more money than these niggas. Like, I feel like them niggas just kinda rolled up. It's like fuck it's not even worth the fight. Cause ain't no way in hell they would they should have lost that uh that lawsuit. Well, yeah, I I I I saw an episode of Monday Night Raw the other night and I was like what the fuck is this? This is not wrestling. They're sit. They're, they had chairs in the fucking ring, and they were sitting down, talking. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, like the thing. Like, yo, if you actually like anybody that's actually like paying attention to it, like they don't wrestle all that much. Yo, isn't that why um um our boy left? Um, damn, Jr. I feel like that has something to do with that. I don't really remember the whole story, but yeah, I think I think that's probably why Jr. left. I think he was saying like, yeah, wrestling is changing, and I just wanted to kind of get out of the business. Like, I guess he served his tenure, and like, shit was just changing. That would make sense though, because you know, like, he was like, because his boy was Stone Cold or whatever, so he didn't really mess with all these new dudes. Nah, that was his boy And then, you know, it was him It was Larry the King, lawyer And then they started fucking it up When they started bringing in uh, I don't remember his last name But his first name was Michael He was the white dude And then they brought in fucking Jonathan Coachman You know what I'm talking about, Michael? Yeah, I do I cannot, for the life of me Cannot remember his name But yeah, I remember him Like, I remember when Coach was there And it was just like, alright Like, these dudes are kind of lame, bro Yeah it was all Jr. Man, Jr. and Larry the King, like Larry the King, like he was always going against, like the I guess the villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would always be the bad guy, but I mean, yeah, like, that nigga stop like sexually assaulting people. Like that was part of it. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't know about. I didn't know about that. Yeah, Jerry the King was out here getting his getting his feels on. <laughs> yeah. Well, damn. Well, Jr. was a legend because. Always will be. That motherfucker was yelling in that goddamn mic. That's a slobber knocker. <laughs> Don't do this! Don't do this! Starter! A starter! Another starter! Rock bottom! Rock bottom! He <laughs> was like, damn, is this nigga like first time seeing you? Bottom! He used to be like, damn you, Triple H! Damn you! <laughs> yeah, man. 
Jerry Law would be the one like rooting for them niggas doing the, the fucked up shit. <laughs> like, that's what made it great. <laughs> uh, it ain't never gonna be that. Matter of fact, like I mean, yeah, it's, it's not gonna be like it was in the nineties. Like you, you're never gonna have nobody coming down from the rafters again since fucking Owen Hart died. Like you're not, you're not gonna have that. You're not gonna have chairs. Like, well, you know, what I'm saying chairs like that for real. Like, nah, that's what made it entertaining. Yeah, like especially yeah. the tag team, tag team champions, you know, Dudley Boys versus uh, the Hardy Boys. Dudley, yeah, Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys. Uh, Edge I think and Christian. Yep, Edge and Christian. Yeah, th- those are like the two main, the main shit, man. Mm-hmm. And then when you have like that's where them table ladders, chairs matches came from because of those three. Yep, Chris Jericho. He always be fighting in the main event. Like Chris Jericho and Steve Austin and The Rock. Were probably like my top three favorite wrestlers of all times, and I was a Shawn Michaels fan too. But like I was a Shawn Michaels fan, but then when Chris Jericho came in the room, he was like the new chick at the school. I was like, yeah, Shawn Michaels, you got to get out the way. Like it's Chris Jericho time. Yeah, that became like a fucking hurricane. I didn't know what the fuck was going on? Like with his music was a little countdown. Yeah, I was like, yeah, dude, like. I was, uh, I was like, I, obviously I'm a rock fan. Like, I think my, <clears throat> I was such a huge fucking Bret Hart fan. He used to have them big ass uh, uh, red glasses or whatever he used to wear. <laughs> like, Would you a uh, Macho Man? Macho Man Randy Savage? Mm, not so much. Like, I think Bret Hart back then, um, Razor Ramon, I was a huge fan. Uh, Stone Cold, obviously, and I love Triple H because he was so fucked up. Yeah, I know. I hated, I hated Triple H. I cannot stand that dick. <laughs> he was so fucked up. When he, <laughs> dog, when he like cheated on China with uh, Stephanie McMahon, like I was just like, yeah, I like this. Dude. <laughs> that nigga used to pull out sledgehammers. Yeah, I did not like that nigga. Did not like that cracker. I ain't like him. A damn sure ain't fucking like Kurt Angle. That motherfucker pissed me off every goddamn time when he won titles and shit. I hated Kurt Angle. Dude, fucking hated him. Oh, so fucking annoying. Angle <laughs> born as shit. Like, like watching him wrestle was like watching actual wrestling. I don't want to see that shit. Yeah, he actually had like a legitimate, authentic wrestling uniform. <laughs> I mean, like, he like, his whole thing was like, because he actually won those gold medals in Atlanta or whatever. So, like, he would. That was his whole thing. It was like, I'm a gold medalist. Like, Man, we don't give a fuck about that shit. <laughs> yeah, like, nobody gives a fuck, like, at all. But I mean, like, it was, I mean, but he was like, I didn't, he was just like a fucking nobody. It was like, I don't even care enough to hate this dude. Like, just, just get the fuck off my screen, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then of course it, this nigga I've ever seen in my life. We should have seen we should have seen this shit coming. I we, we should have knew wrestling was changing when Kane took his mask off and was bald. <laughs> yeah, we should have saw this shit coming when uh Chris Jericho cut his hair. Oh yeah, when he did that, I was like, What are you doing, bro? Rock, the rock became Hollywood. Yeah, see the rock was smart though, because he got out white, you know what I'm saying? Like right when he was about to blow up, and it was just like, oh, why, why fuck up my body even more? You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. this Hollywood money. You came Hollywood. This big man started wrestling more. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, hold up, you're the goddamn owner. What are you doing wrestling? Why? What are you? Why, why are you challenging Stone Cold Steve Austin to a, yeah. to a match? And not only him, him and Shane. Like Shane, yes. I think that's gonna win a belt. <laughs> <laughs> You got a 
fucking <laughs> You pay these niggas. <laughs> Now I ain't gonna lie The only part The only part that I really thought that was real When I was a kid Was when uh, There was a couple scenes Back when they literally said they was burying the Undertaker, but the Undertaker said he was dead. I don't know if you remember that shit. Oh, the whole dead man thing. Yeah, yeah, the whole dead man thing, and they actually had a funeral for him. Yo, yo, yo! Like, I'm not sure if I thought that was real, but it creeped me out to the point where I was like, "Yo, this might actually." Be. I thought this shit was real, bro. I thought they literally was burying the Undertaker right there in the goddamn arena. Yeah, like, dude, it was it was definitely creepy because like the whole thing is like his whole thing was like they bring the casket out, then he come out or whatever, or like they'll bring the casket out, then the lights come off, then he's standing behind you like creepy fuck out. <laughs> but not like then, it, dude, do you remember Paul Bear? Paul Bear. Yeah, like his I guess manager or whatever, creepiest nigga. He looked like a nigga out the Adams man. Like, I would have to I would have to Google him, but I'm probably seeing when I see his uh you'll, face. You'll know exactly yeah. As soon as you Google him, like I think he's dead now for real. But dude, that dude was so fucking creepy. Okay. So fucking creepy. <clears throat> but yeah, like the, the Undertaker, I was just like, I I don't know what to think of this dude. Mm-hmm. Now and it, I did kind of believe, I don't not necessarily believe, but like I guess I was just trapped in the fantasy. Cause like I remember when they first introduced Kane, his brother, and he was like, yeah. "Yeah, he rose from the depths of hell." I actually kind of believed it for a quick second, like, "Okay, this dude came from hell." <laughs> you know what? I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I kind of believe that too. Cause like, I think like the red fire, and, stuff. and then he never talked. That exactly. Before the mask, and then remember they said the whole thing was like he was. He was Burning. Like Take his brother, but X Pac burnt his face. So yes. Thing yes. <laughs> but see, that's when they started, like, that's when they really started losing, like, one when Kane took his mask off. And then, like, remember when the Undertaker went away and then he came back as the American badass, like, riding a motorcycle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> Okay, okay, Vince McMahon, where are we going with this? Yeah, so we're just going to forget about everything that happened. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Or like when, uh, I think when, <laughs> when the Hulk Hogan got hit over the head and he turned into Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, I was like, all right. I mean, I, yeah. Dude, I will say this, though. Like, I have never, never in my life, like, been a part of like that Hulkamania shit. I never thought he was entertaining. I never did. He like, didn't even have no dope ass moves, man. Dude, he just had a fucking leg drop. The fuck out of here. Say, I was gonna say that nigga's special move was a fucking leg drop. Like, okay, like I'm going wild over this. Like, get the fuck out of here. And that's the thing, though. Like, remember, like, dude, he was, he was in the WCW. You know what I'm saying? And the one thing I do remember about living in Atlanta. Is that the WCW was everything in Atlanta because it was on TBS. Like, so like 
that was like the bigger thing at one point. That's right, and uh, Raw was on USA. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Then he like, I mean, by the time he got to WWE, like, he was kind of washed, man. He was like 40. I was like, all right, bro. And like, that nigga's still holding on to those little, like, the, I don't, like, you know how he has like the long cut or whatever, but like he has the, the bandana, like, to show the fact that he's bald everywhere else except like around the edges. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, like, just let it go, man. Like, trying to rock the mullet. Yeah, like, you still trying to rock a mullet, bro? Like, what are you doing? <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I wasn't really a fan of him, though. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I know he was, like, the, like, until The Rock, I think he was probably the biggest thing in wrestling. Uh, I'd probably say, yeah, I'd probably say him. Um, I don't know if he was a Sting guy. Sting was big. Oh, that's the nigga he used to have come down with the bat. Uh, yeah, with the face, but he kind of looked like uh, the, he kind of looked like um, the dude from the Crow. Yeah. Oh, that nigga. Yeah, yeah Sting. I All I remember about him is he had a bat, a white face, and he used to come down from the rafters. I don't remember shit else about him. Yes, pe- people was was huge Sting fans. Yeah, I remember he was big. Uh, of course, when the Rock came, Stone Cold. I mean, everybody thought yeah. they were Stone Cold. Oh, absolutely. Oh, right. Jesus Christ. Like, when the Stone Cold Vincent Man beat popped up, like, that's when he was a superstar, bro. I never had one of those Stone Cold uh, shirts, though. I never bought one. I don't know why I never like did. The Austin 316 joint? Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've had one, but I, Lord knows where it is now. Never bought one. Mm. Yeah. And then uh, some people were, uh, of course, people were um, um, Shawn Michael fans. Okay, let me ask you that. Like, were you, I know you said you didn't like Triple H, right? No. Were you a fan of D Generation X, though? Uh, I mean, I mean, Even no. If you didn't like them, bro. Like, no, because I was a Shawn Michaels fan, so I couldn't be against them. I mean, I I, say, like, even if you didn't like, like, you had to do like a little suck it giant, like, you know what I'm saying, like. The, the little symbol they used to make, like yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I guess you you know what Triple H was not was not as of a dick back then when he was with Generation X. Yeah, because he he wasn't a leader. Exactly, but then when Triple H became his own and he started basically when he became independent, became his own brand. Yeah. That whole Triple H shit, and like first off, I thought his name was fucking lame. Hunter, like, uh, I can't fuck with it. Your name is Hunter. Hunter Hearst Hemsley. Like, uh, I couldn't fuck with that part. And then... Disappointing with that, though. Like, I was like, Hunter Hearst Hemsley. Like, I see why you be Triple H. You know that nigga's name ain't even Hunter Hearst Hemsley? Wait, what's his real name? I thought I really thought that was his real name. Nah, that nigga's name is Paul. <laughs> Where the fuck did the Hunter Hearst Hemsley come from? I have no idea. <laughs> that nigga's name is Paul... Uh, like it's like a French last name, Paul Levinsky or something like that. What the fuck? I yeah, I really I thought it's where the hell he got Hunter Hearst Hemsley from. I have uh, no fucking I, to this day. Like I tried looking that shit up, I have no idea. Okay, so he's like Travis Scott or Jay Z. Yeah, like how the fuck did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I yeah, I never knew that. I I thought his name was Hunter Hearst Hemsley, and he has the fucking move, the pedigree. And I clearly, you clearly could see that he was on steroids. Like he was just one big fake ass blob. Like I don't know, I just ain't fuck with Triple H. And maybe because maybe because I was a Stone Cold fan, and I knew like 
I was a Stone Cold fan and I was the Rock fan. And I knew like anytime the main event was going to be the Rock versus Triple H or Stone Cold versus Triple H. And I was going for the Rock or Stone Cold every time. Like I did not want the motherfuckers to lose. Yeah, but you knew like Triple H was probably going to cheat at some point. Yes. And this is how I knew I was caught up in the fantasy. Like anytime Triple H would like win, I would be I would go to bed so mad. <laughs> I couldn't Dude, sleep. <laughs> there was nothing worse than like like when you got like the so like I had a um like a cousin or whatever that used that used to have like the illegal cable box, so she would get all the pay per views. So I would go over there or whatever, you know, they'd be like Sunday night or whatever. Like whenever like the Rock or Stone Cold lost for the belt, I would be so fucking pissed the next morning. <laughs> so, like trying to get myself ready to catch the bus, I was just like, "Yo, fuck this shit! I don't even want to do this no more." And that's the whole thing. I knew this shit. I knew all of this shit was fake, but it still made me mad, bro. Because you was caught up in the in the fantasy in the story. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not even more so the story. This was back when wrestling was actually fighting, so it really wasn't that much of a story. Like they these motherfuckers was literally. Literally fighting for the belt. There was no fucking storyline. Yeah. That much. I mean, it would just really come out to the ring and challenge me for the title. Yeah. All right, cool. That was it. Yeah. And probably like back then, it was like, dude, like, especially like, you be mad when they lost, but it's like, when you go to school or whatever, like, because you know, school be having, they like little groups or whatever. Yo, you watched Raw last night? Yeah, but it's like niggas that's like I guess like in 2019 I guess it's like hashtag team triple H hash, you know what I'm saying like shit like that so it'd be like a group of to generation X over here like I'm a rock fan you got you got people that's rocking with other people like, and it's just like yo like that shit can start fucking anarchy yes it good like niggas was really smooth on that like dog like if we as like 12 year olds had social media dog we probably would have been in jail yeah, you would have definitely, definitely challenged a nigga to a fight. Like on you would have rock bottom somebody through the goddamn lunch table. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, you talking bad about the rock? <laughs> nah, no, sir. Dude, like, I feel about, like, I'm thinking back on it. No, I would have I fucking rolled on Twitter. Do you remember Too Cool and Rakishi? I remember Rakishi. I don't remember Too Cool, but I do remember Rakishi. Rakishi was the fat motherfucker, right? Yeah, yeah. But he had these two white dudes that, like, one of them, like, his special move, he did The Worm. The Worm. I do remember The Worm. Yeah, that was his that name, was too, cool. too Cool? Okay. Scotty Too Hotty, and then I can't think of the other nigga's name. I, I know Scotty Too Hotty. Yes, I do remember him. Yeah, I would have rolled out of y'all niggas on the with that nigga, dog. Like, looking back on that, yo, why did I even do that? But back then, yo... Talk bad about too cool if you want to. Look, the only the only wrestler Dylan that I fucking fucked with, and he's going out all of fame. <laughs> you probably know who I'm gonna say. The only wrestling villain was goddamn Farouk. That's the only nigga I fuck with. <laughs> Yo, that nigga was ruthless. He was mean. He was yeah. fucking mean. <laughs> Dude. Like, do you remember when he, um it was like when there was the acolytes? Like, yeah, you know, the, the white dude. Yeah, yo, I used to legit think that like I knew like wrestling was fake, but like the way them niggas wrestle, it looked like they was actually hurting niggas. <laughs> like, cause Farouk really looked like he was beating the shit out of people. And you know, I didn't have a problem. A black man beat the shit out of a white man. Didn't have a problem with it at all. Dude. And I fuck with Farouk, like, like 
this was way but like he had that fucking kofi on too yes he was in the nation domination <laughs> which was i don't know how they let that happen but it was like for, i can't even think of the other black people in it but it was Farouk and i know the rock was in it and i was just like they was just like yo we tired of these crackers <laughs> That's why I have a problem with him. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I can't remember what, I don't know if it was him or Brash. Like one of them niggas had a clothesline, right? And that clothesline looked like that motherfucker hurt because, like, you can sometimes tell when somebody's doing the move, it's like, all right, so they bracing their body for it. But, like, niggas be running out of full speed. They hit him that clothesline. I think it was Bradshaw. Farouk had some other shit that he used to do to motherfuckers. Cause uh, he used to uh, Shawn Michaels had a tag team partner called um, I think it was his last name was Armstrong. I think it was Ah Man Armstrong or some shit like that. I think it was Ah Man Armstrong. Gotcha. That was that was Shawn Michaels tag team partner, and it was Farouk and somebody else. And I remember Farouk put Ah Man Armstrong in the hospital. He broke the man's neck. I believe because. He had like I don't know if it was a special one, but he had like this body slam that looked like it fucking hurt. Yes. Cause he was slamming you so goddamn hard, bro. And the, and the face that he made after he did it. Yeah, like yo, you're yo, you do know this is fake, right? Nah, Farouk was like, nah, nigga, we in it for real. <laughs> yeah. Farouk was like, this ain't a game. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to beat the shit out of these white folks. That's right. All my life, I had to fight. I was in the Montgomery Bus Boycott, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, nigga. Yeah, nigga. Marching with niggas. Yeah, nigga. You know who? My, you know who my brother was, nigga? Rodney King, nigga. That was my motherfucking brother, nigga. I'm coming to take all this shit. Like, that nigga was doing it for Trayvon, like 30 years before. Like, you could tell that nigga was having fun during the LA riots. Shit out of white. That's why I couldn't get mad. <laughs> Even though he was he was ruthless, he was so mean. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, I feel like that nigga. I don't know if the WWF had an HR department. That nigga, that nigga was there every week. Slay like, uh, Farouk. That wasn't part of the plan. Um, you were so actually supposed to lose that match. Nah, nigga, we don't. Black folks, we've been losing all our lives, nigga. <laughs> we've been losing all our life. We ain't, we ain't losing no more. Yeah. It's like, that's why they never let that nigga challenge the title. You know, ain't no way in hell he's going to lose that match. <laughs> Like, uh, for real, they were supposed to hit you with a chair. Not on my watch. <laughs> not, not on dude. Not on dude. <laughs> you think I'm going to just let a white man beat me? You think I'm going to let the white man beat me and stand over top of me? Nah, man. Nah. That's right. I'm so pro back, I don't even pick the aspirin out the cotton. <laughs> Damn, I got shit backwards. But you know how I was going with it. <laughs> like, yeah. I wonder what that nigga is now, man. Probably still beating up white folks. That nigga just does it for free now. That nigga walking at, he working at the, <laughs> he probably working at Target somewhere. <laughs> oh, man, that nigga fucking at 
Like, with the kufi on. Yeah, I ain't taking this shit off either, nigga. <laughs> Fuck if you talking about I ain't in fucking uniform. I am a uniform, nigga. Yeah, you can see, like, I feel like all them other wrestlers, like, would just sit there and talk, like, yo, we gotta talk to this man for real, man. Like, he out here wilding. Are you tripping? That nigga was the, he was the, he was the Suge Knight. Who the hell gonna go talk to that nigga? <laughs> Nah, that's right. Like you better get right to get left, man. <laughs> Death row for life. <laughs> yeah, like dog. Like that shit. That, that shit wasn't a game to him, bro. <laughs> like, this is this is real life. This is reality, nigga. This is my everyday struggle. <laughs> like, that nigga was out here. Um, I I do want to ask you a random question. I thought about this the other day. Yeah. Um. This is this is a random nerd question. What kind of uh, Microsoft Word guy are you? You don't seem like to be that Times New Roman guy. Who? who what kind of guy are you? <laughs> what kind of font do you like to type in? Because I remember, I remember. I only reason I remember that is because I just remember, like in school, the teach my I had a, I, my English teacher was like, I'm not accepting any paper that's not typed in Times New Roman. I'm like, fuck you! I want to try out this goddamn Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, like, fuck Times New Roman. What kind of what, what was your favorite font? My favorite font was Comic Sans. Like it's the one. It literally looked like it was a comic book. Okay. Yeah, okay. But not see this is how real life like beats all the like fun out of you. Cause like, you know what I'm saying? I have a job where literally like I have to follow guidelines, so I have to type in a certain font. Times New Roman? Um nah, it's some shit called Calibri. Okay, I've heard of that one. I've heard of that one. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, I can't even type in Ariel no more. Like Oh, Ariel. Oh yeah, Ariel was yeah. cool too. I do remember that shit. Yeah. Like in my personal life, like I like I'll fuck with Ariel and I fuck with you know what I'm saying I, I do sometimes but like I fuck with Ariel before I fuck with anything else yeah Ar- Ariel Ariel was so cool like he, he, I mean you clearly it clearly was named after for a girl and like the the fucking A's was just so curved yeah, perfectly cur- yeah and then you got the Ariel black so ooh the black Ariel yeah sexy man it's like shout out to our black Ariel uh, what's her name uh, Chloe Bailey you know what I'm saying? New Little Mermaid. Yeah, that, that I do remember that as a fun. I remember that, and I remember um, Tacoma. Yeah, I remember Tacoma. Like you remember fucking Wingdings? Wingdings, yep. Then there was one that typed in uh, that typed in like funny characters. Yeah, it was like emojis before. No, that was Wingdings. That was Wingdings. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like emojis before emojis were a thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, who the fuck would type this in and hand this shit in? Yeah, I was gonna say, who the fuck could decipher any of this shit? Now, I wanna check and. Well, why? But my only thing is, like, what was so significant of Times New Roman to where they would tell, you know, well, maybe maybe they told you this in school, but they would tell us in school that I'm not accepting any paper that's not in Times New Roman. But I'm just like, what difference does it make if you can read it? What difference does it make if it's the font? Like, if this is an essay or a presentation that I'm writing. Yeah. And it's my project, and I'm following the instructions. 
whatever you want me to write about, what difference does it make what font it's in? I'm already following the other goddamn rules you want it in. You want a double space. You want FMLA format. You want the goddamn uh, citations, the footnotes at the end. You want the goddamn uh, make sure I'm... Uh, yeah, the citations, the footnotes at the end, which I fucking hate it because you had to make sure that, you know, you want to give credit to where credits do. Like, fuck that, bitch. I'm easy. Get that credit later. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got you to gotta get that motherfucking, you know what I'm saying, bibliography popping. But, dude, I don't know what, the, I don't know why. Like, Times is like the most swaggerless bond that you can have. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing. I guess, I guess that's part of the reason. Like, it's just so fucking swaggerless uh-huh. but I mean dude like that's what I'm saying like can you not read literally all of the other fonts that's not winged things exactly like why the fuck like who the fuck like and I know there's people out there it's like the and it's happened to me it's like you'll get a paper and the shit's I'm not thinking right so it's just an aerial you know what I'm saying they're like I won't accept this it's like nigga how the fuck can you not read it <laughs> yeah, like, what's the problem? Like, <laughs> is it not legible? Like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then it should be like, yo, like, if I'm in a class where, like, if I type shit, you know what I'm saying? But then if I'm in a class where I also have to, like, handwrite shit, why the fuck does it matter what I type on the computer? Mm. If you can read my handwriting, then you should be able to read whatever the fuck is being typed on the computer, bro. Mm. Preach. Like, Damn. You know, yeah. Times New Roman, nigga. Like, that is true. What the fuck I look like? Like, so if I'm taking a test or some shit, and it's an essay question, and I got to write, like, nigga, you going to take it back? Like, yo, this shit looks like you wrote it in motherfucking uh, Arial. Like, nigga, no. Nah, I will say this though I hated reading something that wasn't double space I have to double space all my shit Anything that I type It's got to be double space I don't, I'm, I don't know if you're like that But for me, it's got to be double space I can't um, do the single space shit no, I'm not Like, I'm more of a 1.5 space guy Because like, I, double space is just too much like, Okay, okay but nah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, it can't be right up under each other. You know yes, I mean? like, it, sometimes because you you get the sentences mix, uh, mixed up. Yeah, you like, damn, I just read the sentence. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's how like newspaper print be. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, nigga, space the shit out just a little bit. <laughs> and like, so now nah, I'm cool with like a nice 1.5. You know what I'm saying? Fine. Like, and then like the way I set my uh, like my styles or whatever when I write, like it's it's gonna be like at least 1.5 anyway. So it's not jumbled up together, but. Yeah, like that was race. I definitely understood the reason behind that. Yeah, I, I just never, I never understood that. And uh, I just, I just wanted to ask you that random question because I just wanted to know what is the, uh, what is so significant with Times New Roman? I mean, because it's like, yo, Microsoft Word has all these fonts. Why can't I utilize them? What was the purpose? Of, like, I feel like if Microsoft Word, they shouldn't even came up with all these fonts if they knew motherfuckers weren't, weren't going to be able to use them. Cause it's like if I'm if I'm Microsoft Word, I'm like, well, what's the purpose of me uh, programming all these fonts and motherfuckers can't even use them? Yeah, like I'm not accepting this paper. It's not in Times New Roman. Yeah, like what what am I putting effort in to create these fucking nice ass fonts if ain't nobody gonna do shit with them? <laughs> <laughs> but not, and then the, the shit that be killing me is like like for me, like I don't know if this is just how my shit is set up, but like. When I open my word, like my shit, my default is fucking like Calibri. You know what 
you know what I'm saying, or Ariel. Like, it's never times when wrong. You know what I'm saying? So I have to physically go in there and change the shit. Like, it's always been that way for me. And I'm just like, why does it matter, bro? Like, this is the most minute of fucking details, bro. Like, this... And the thing is, like, yo, nigga, are you going to take my paper hanging up on your fridge? Like, no, you're just going to fucking read. And then... And- I've had a teacher say, well, it, it just looks more professional. I'm like, what, perfect, what, what do you mean professional? Bitch, are you paying me for this? Like, the fu- like, professional suggests that I'm getting paid for this. Like, I'm writing a fucking paper on some bullshit that I don't give a shit about. You're not even going to read this motherfucker all the way through. Like, so what the fuck are we doing here? Like, help me help you, nigga. It looks more professional. Well, I just never understood, like, so define... I was, you know, I never, you know, I would go back and forth with the teacher because at the end of the day, it wasn't going to, you know, lead to any, it wasn't going to lead to any change. So I'm sorry, Dr. King, that maybe I should have started a protest in the hallways. March. <laughs> March. March on word. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Uh, so all you political Black Lives Matter. um Fonts matter, people out there that I didn't take further action for fighting for these rights, but I wanted to know. Type what you want, nigga. Yeah, professional. Times New Roman, it it just seems more professional. Like, no, it seems swagless, bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Keep it real. You know what I mean? But no, like, yo, and the thing, like, the crazy thing about it is that, like, you hear people say, oh, it's more professional, whatever. Like, well, for me anyway. Like, I heard that more in high school. You feel me? Like, than college like they they were really stressing in high school for us and my whole thing was like yo like this isn't the time for us to be professional like if think about it like if I if high school is my last stop and I don't go to college or whatever like nigga I'm probably not gonna be in the professional world so why the fuck do I care about it at this point mm-hmm. but I mean I don't know like that that's something like I'm glad you brought that up cause that makes no fucking sense yeah, they they were so they. I mean, did, I mean my my English teacher in high school. She was just like, I'm not accepting nothing, and she was a big uh, FMLA format uh, teacher, which I mean I have a problem with, because it was FMLA or uh, I think it was a ADA. Uh, there's yeah, well, I call it MLA. Um, MLA. I, I yeah. said FMLA. Sorry, that's that's medical leave. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know what you meant. Like. <laughs> but nah, that was MLA, that's APA, and that's Chicago style. APA. Oh, Chicago style. Yo, I ain't never had to write a paper in Chicago style, man. I think I wrote a paper in Chicago style like one time because it was like the teacher, uh, she was actually teaching the different types of uh, essay structures. And we actually had to write up, and what part of our uh, our homework was to write an essay paper in Chicago style. But that was the only time we got to do it. Anything else? Anything else that we had to do for her? It was all uh, MLA. That's it. Yeah, Duke. Like so, and you know what I'm saying? I have a, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, was in the English department. Like, dude, ninety seven percent of our papers were MLA format, right? Yes. Then, but then you get into the real world, like as like a writer, as your profession, and you realize nothing is in fucking MLA format. Nothing. Mm. Like it's a waste of goddamn time. So even your emails. Uh, well, I mean, emails just whatever. But like, you know, so like I have to write under certain guidelines, and like they're never going to be MLA format. MLA format is literally for research papers. 
like APA, you'll see, you'll see Chicago style. But you like now, like living in DC, like I see GPO, which is the government mandated writing style, which is completely different. So I'm just like, why did I learn MLA at all? Like it's just pointless as fuck. Mm. Like learning fucking trigonometry. I don't need this shit in real life. Mm. Preach. That's what's wrong with these high schools now. Yeah, that and Take like, you seen you seen the new way these little niggas are dividing and multiplying. Like they're teaching us new math. No, I haven't. Yo, like whenever you get a free chance, like look up the new way that kids learn how to divide, and that shit seems confusing as fuck. I don't even. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't even know why they're doing it. They shouldn't have to. You have an iPhone. <laughs> exactly. Like niggas don't really need to know math off the top of their head no more. They really don't. They can just pull out their iPhone and either, either, either this is how lazy you know your child is. Either they're gonna pull out the iPhone, open up the app, and locate the calculator. Or they just go ask Siri and be done with it. That's what I was about to say. They will probably ask Siri. Like, the one thing that I would suggest is that teachers teach kids how to, they teach them the operation. So it's like, even if you have the, the calculator, just teach them how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, teach them how to, the formula for making percentages or whatever. Like, you can enter it in or whatever. You don't actually have to physically do it, but. You know what I'm saying? Like, just teach them how to use a calculator. That's the only thing I said. You goddamn kids. I had to fucking learn how to use that fucking graphing calculator. Y'all ain't gonna know what that shit's about. Uh, you motherfuckers yeah, ain't gonna... Like 83 or Yes. Something. You motherfuckers ain't gonna, ain't gonna know what it's like to learn to use a fucking protractor. Hell no. You motherfuckers ain't gonna learn how to write a goddamn check. <laughs> You know how stressful that is to learn how to write a check to make sure you, because you had to make sure you write that goddamn 100 and draw the goddamn line all the way over. Why the fuck do we ever have to do that? Because if you're writing a check for twenty dollars, you got to put the hundred dollars over the zero. Yeah, like you got to, you got over a hundred. Yes, because like what was the line for? Like, they need to know that there was nothing else. Like, yes, nothing else on the fucking. Yes, thing. because they wanted you to know that a hundred divided by zero is nothing else. <laughs> like the line, I'm just like okay. And let like, me, uh, let me, let me make sure that that's that's accurate. I mean, uh, zero over hundred is zero percent. So. Actually, uh, a hundred divided by zero is not a number. Boom. All right. Well, you kids learn something today. One hundred divided by zero. It literally says no, no, no. no I'm, I'm dead serious. If you pull up the calculator on your phone and you type in one hundred divided by zero, it will say the word, yeah. not a number. Yeah, but I mean, like when you write zero over a hundred, that's zero divided by a hundred, which is zero, right? Oh, if you're doing zero divided by a hundred, yeah, like if you write twenty one dollars, like twenty one dollars zero over a hundred, that's zero divided by a hundred. Yes. Okay, so that's how you wrote a check. Yeah. Okay, so the way my parents wrote a check and the way they taught me, if my mom was writing a check for uh, $21, she would do $21, 100 over zero and draw the line. That's the way she did it. I see. Okay, no, like I wrote it the other, so mine would be inverted. Like, the way that my father writes checks, like, if it's, like, $20, like, he'll write $20, and then he'll just write no 
over a hundred. I'm just like, what? I've seen I've seen my mom do that too. I've seen her I've seen her write no over a zero uh over a hundred or some shit like that. I've seen her do that too. Yeah. Oh shit. I mean, ain't no point in using no goddamn check now. <laughs> I mean, not when niggas got debit cards. Like, <laughs> dude, that's the thing. Like, I ran out of checks in like 2014. Like, I'm not finna spend thirty dollars to reorder these shits. <laughs> oh, ba- <laughs> you know, one thing I never learned how to do was balance your checkbook. Like, I never took the time to sit there and learn how. Like, sit there the time motherfuckers are actually balancing their checkbook. When it's like, yo, why you gotta balance your checkbook? Why don't you just log in and see how much money's left in your fucking account? <laughs> Like, I'm right there with you. The crazy thing is, like, I guess that points to. No, I'm telling you, we right in the middle, bro, because, yo, there was a time, like, before we had bank accounts where niggas couldn't look up their account online. Like, yeah, that is true. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, I, there was a time where niggas literally had to, like, either, you know what I'm saying, balance their checkbook or, like, go, like, to ATM and get the little... Balance transfer sheet. Yeah, the transfer sheet. Like, I don't even do that shit. I'm just like, nah, I'm good. Like, now they can uh, send you a text on that shit. I didn't even know that. Yeah, your your account has reached zero (laughs) dollars. Yeah, like, shit like that. Like, but goddamn, like, I don't want to live in a world where it's just like, I don't know. I can't just, like, access something immediately to see how much money I got. Like, think about, like, you got, like, you got like stuff coming out, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and then you want to go to motherfucking like I don't know Longhorn Steakhouse, right? And it's like, damn, Longhorn, man, no, no, I mean, we we ain't going to Longhorn. You rolling with me, man? Right. You already know where we going. You're built a bit differently, yeah, with <laughs> Houston's or fucking Taco Mac or something. <laughs> but it's like, damn, that seems stressful. Like, even if I know I got the money, like I just want to make sure. Like, I want to make sure, shit. yeah. Shit, these niggas out here just going blind. I'm just like, I commend you, nigga. Like, you talking about niggas who just be swiping? I'm talking about like niggas back in the day. Like, oh yeah, you got to balance your checkbook and shit like yeah. that. It's like you had to know you had the shit. Like, well, well, that was well, that was also the uh, the. I think that's why they they started coming out with the debit cards because you know there were people writing bad checks and the oh, check would yeah. bounce. Absolutely. You know, I've had I've had a goddamn uh I've had a friend tell me uh his uncle gave him a check for his birthday and he was like, Yo, don't cash that shit till Friday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, like yo, nah, that was a thing back in the day. Like, yo, you write the check, whatever. Like today is what the twenty eighth of July. Like, so if you ain't got the money, you just write like August third on that shit. <laughs> so you send that post dated check, you was like, yo, don't cash it till then. <laughs> my grandma sent me a uh, check that bounced like she wrote the actual date on it and she sent me a check for my birthday and I cashed it and that shit bounced and that shit cost me like $50 I was just like alright I don't want any more presents from you I'm cool <laughs> I'm good forever shit happens man I never did you ever learn how to balance balance a checkbook like do you know, know. okay so I don't know what, what are they doing I guess they're like what subtracting yeah, so see, this is the thing. Like, I I don't know where you start from. You know what I mean? Because it's like the little checkbook. It's like it has all the like deductions. But I mean, where I guess you have to add the, the money you deposit. So I guess you have to know how much is like. I guess it's back when like niggas didn't have direct deposits, so they would literally have a check and then they would cash the check. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm guessing that's what it was. But nah, like I don't balance the checkbook like. 
I got an Excel spreadsheet, you know what I'm saying, like for to figure that shit out, but I don't even do that. Like, look, I look at my balance, I'm like, all right, can I buy this CD or not? Yeah, because when I think of I guess the the way I think of balancing a checkbook, I'm thinking about like, okay, so are you making sure you're coming out even? Are you making sure you're not going over? Like, I don't know, like, because to me, the That's definition of balance means balance means even. Yeah. So you're trying to make sure that if I write this check for $50, I need to make sure I have at least $51 in my account. I mean, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't know. You know what I'm saying, though, right? I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, I'm like, I'm. Do you balance it for things that you plan on paying for, or are you balancing it like in real time? Like, so I just paid the light bill, so that's like forty dollars. Like, so I write that down. Like, so, but are you like, I'm paying this next week? Do I put that in the check? Like, you know, what I'm saying that seems too complicated. I'm not fucking trying to learn. Oh, that thank, shit. thank God for the online banking. You could just log in and see what you got. Thank you, Lord. And you can see all the shit that's pending. Like, yo, this shit ain't came out yet. It ain't posted yet, motherfucker. So don't get too excited. Like, oh, shit. I got some money in this account. Nah, nigga. I mean, shout out to SunTrust. Well, let me tell you, Navy Federal, like, will hit you with, like, them niggas, they don't believe in pending shit. (laughs) I'm just like, I paid for gas four days ago. Why is this shit still not coming out of my account? (laughs) Like, SunTrust is like a day at at, at most, like. But maybe federal boy, like you'll see this. Like if I get like a fill up, right, like thirty dollars or whatever. Like I'll just see some shit that says like shell one dollar for like four days. I'm just like, can we? Can you go ahead and take that out? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Why are y'all niggas so antiquated with y'all technology? How long does the uh, the tips come out when you go to a bar and you tip somebody? Uh, so for SunTrust, if it's during the week, it's the next day. For Navy Federal. Who the fuck knows? A week. <laughs> like, it has been, like, literally... Like, Navy Federal does this bullshit where, like, if I go out to, like, a bar or something, right, and I do, like, a tab, like, and I, I realize it was them and not the actual place. Like, so they'll take... So let's say, like, the bill was, like, $50. So they'll take out $50 twice. Then they'll put $50 back in. What the fuck? Yeah, and then they'll do the tip, like, and if this is on a Saturday, like, the tip won't come out until fucking Wednesday. Navy Federal is not good at this. This is why I try not to use my Navy Federal card when I go out there. That doesn't make any sense. Why the fuck it would you charge sense. me twice and make me go into possible overdraft? <laughs> like, the thing is, like, I don't think it'll put you, I think it makes all three of those transactions, like, simultaneously. So take it out, put it back in, take it back out, which makes no fucking sense. Why? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Like, so I'll see it, like, the little, the, uh, the debits are, like, red, and then, like, the the um, money, the, the deposits are green. So I just see a red, then a green, then a red. I'm just like, this this could have been easier. Lord, have mercy. I'm trying to make a nigga go in the overdraft. I'm trying to embarrass a nigga at the bar. Sorry, sir, uh, your car, car's been declined. Yeah. <laughs> Like take it back to the old school, like yo, your car used to get declined. Like they used to just like physically go and cut that bitch up. <laughs> Let me take care of this for you, <laughs> bro. I was somewhere. I was in Nashville. I think it was. It was either last year or the year before. Like, and their card machine was broke. I was at like Kroger or some shit, 
and like the nigga took out the actual you remember like the thing we put the car down you like, slot it yeah, she pulled that shit out this is I promise you it, it had to have been like it couldn't have been last year it had to have been the year before like cause I know I was in Nashville and I was just like yo how the, how do you even still have this how does this even work like, the charge card like, yeah like it takes a carbon copy I'm just like this is gonna take a month for this shit to show up on my fucking car dog like I'd, I'd rather just go to ATM, just pay, like, just hold my shit, like. When yeah. I that shit, and I was like, wow, okay. I've seen that shit out of Macy's before, too. So I've I seen them do that at Macy's. I don't think they do it now, but I, I do remember seeing that shit um, at, at a Macy's. They pull out the charge card. They pull out the goddamn, you know, put this on your Macy's card and see the motherfucker pull out that goddamn slider shit and, and literally slide a motherfucker shit. I'm just like cow, like dude. We are way past that. Like I'm judging you now. You ain't even got no motherfucking thing for the alphabet. Shit, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm looking at goddamn uh parking desk skeptical that that you only got to pay in cash now. I think all the parking desks are updated now. Most there's most in yeah county where you have to physically put fucking cords in that bitch. I'm just like I'm. <sighs> And the thing is, like, yo, this particular parking deck is in this new ass shopping center. There's an Apple store, all these new high tech shits, and the parking deck, you literally stuff to put fucking quarters on it. Who the fuck is carrying chains in 2019? Like, niggas don't even have cars with fucking ashtrays on That's what I'm telling you, man. Like, why the fuck do toll? Why, why do I still have to have chains to go through a toll? Why? <laughs> why can't I just swipe my card? Bruh, that's, yo. I, I told you about that shit in, uh, Dulles, right? It's like you can't even like the the toll is a dollar, and like you can't even come with an actual dollar bill. You have to come with actual coins. Mm. Whole thing. I'm just like, who the fuck is doing this in 2019? Like who just and they ain't even had no little easy pass lane. You know what I'm saying? It's just like who the fuck is doing this? Like, do you know what year this is? Are you sure you know what year this is? So. I'm gonna end this off on uh I'm glad you enjoyed the Nas album. Oh yeah, it was definitely a jam. Like that first song had me skeptical though. Yeah, I don't I don't know what Nas was thinking. I mean, I know it's I know it's considered the the lost tapes, Nas, but um Yeah. So, um I guess I wanted to stay lost though. Yeah. Um are you have you uh fully digested the album yet? Uh, oh, you f- yeah. Yeah, I've ran through uh, maybe two or three times now. Um, could you you think you could tell which songs came from which album? Uh, I could tell a few. Yeah, I think I think I could too. Cause he said uh, he said these these were the lost tapes from Hip Hop Is Dead. I'm reading it now. He said these were the lost tapes from Hip Hop Is Dead, Untitled. Life is good and the Nazir joint. Yeah, I um, definitely know the. I definitely know the. Uh, you mean the world to me, John was a Nazir giant. Yes, I um, think adult film with Swiss Beats. I think that shit came off of. Life is good. Yeah, like adult film. I would say beautiful life. Like, yeah, the track listening in front of you. Yes. Okay, yeah, adult film and a beautiful life definitely seemed like they came off of life is good. Mm-hmm. Um, War against love, uh, maybe untitled. Uh, 
I can see that. Uh, the Queen's Wolf Giant, I would say, would be either Untitled or you said Hip Hop is Dead, right? Oh, uh, Hip Hop is Dead is on here. Yes, I would say it's either one of those two. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, we we already know. Um, Jariri 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 rap that that came off of Nazir. <laughs> About, but then right. again, it probably came off of uh, Hip Hop is Dead or some shit. See, like that one could go like so many different ways because Hip Hop is, I feel like it could be Hip Hop is Dead because like that was the first one on Def Jam. And I feel like the niggas at Def Jam like heard some of the, because you know, Nas from time to time, like that nigga doesn't have an ear for music. Uh-huh. So I feel like he could have presented this to the niggas at Def Jam and they could have been like, you know what? No. Um, like hold on to that one Like forever I'm gonna go with uh, Lost Freak No go ahead go ahead, go ahead No no you go ahead I was saying that Gerard rap Actually sounded like That shit came off of Fucking uh, Streets Disciple Like that double out like, that's, <laughs> that's what the fuck I would've thought <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Lost Freestyle And Tanasia Came off of Untitled Oh Tanasia definitely did Yeah Because I feel like Tanasia was the name like you, you know the song off of, uh untitled uh Mrs. Fried Chicken? I yeah. think Mrs. Fried Chicken is Tanasia. <laughs> I mean shit like in Nas's mind that that probably yeah, I can see how that works. Like the Lost Freestyle though, I can see that being on a Nas era. Really? I know okay. Kanye ain't make the the beat, but that sounds like something similar in the mode of what Kanye would make. And I think he was just like, Yo, I'm gonna just rap. And like I think it wasn't even a matter of y'all want this to be on something. It's just like this is a dope ass beat, and I just want to rap over it. Like I would say, like Nazir, if I had to guess. And I think uh, you mean the world to me. I think that came off of Life Is Good. You said you mean you mean the world to me. Oh yeah, uh, I definitely think that's Nazir because like that's a that's a Kanye beat through and through. Oh, it is okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like that shit like I although like I can see that on fucking because I mean Kanye was making this beat on hip hop is dead too, so I mean I can see it on a lot of them, but I feel like this one seems a little bit more recent. But I mean, uh, who knows? I'm just glad that this I guess and then are we are we considering this a Nas album? See Nas, you ain't slick. You ain't slick, Nas. This still ain't the album. You know that, right, AJ? This this yeah. tickling yeah, ain't like, the fucking album. Nah, he's been, he's been slipping through the... <laughs> you ain't slick, nigga. Nah, nigga. This ain't the album. Yeah, that's what you said three years ago. Like, <laughs> and you said, he said himself, like, that Nazir album was not the one he was working on. And this okay. ain't it either. This ain't it's it. A bunch of, yeah, for better or worse, this is a bunch of throwaway songs that he didn't use. Like, exactly. Here's, you ain't slick, nigga. Nah. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> that nigga ain't slick. Look, Nas, you can fool everybody else. You ain't fooling me, AJ. You're not fooling us. I, I, I told you when he announced the date for this, I was just like, I'll believe it when I see it on my uh, Apple Music. I believe it when I see it. Like so, he did drop it, but nah, this ain't the this ain't the he dropped album now. He dropped it, but it's not like he recorded anything. Yeah, so it's like what you've been doing the past three. These are old ass tracks that there was already on the goddamn hard drive. He just picked the ones that he wanted. 
and just randomly put, threw them on an album. Exactly. So what you been doing this whole time, Nas? Because you damn sure ain't been rapping. Not paying Khalees that child support that she won't extra. That yeah. bitch said that bit that bitch Khalees said I need more than twenty thousand a month. Like, god damn. Does she still sing? Does she what? Does she still like sing and record and stuff? She still tours. I assume she still records. But you know you know you know they had a tour lineup with uh when she was down here in Atlanta. No. Yeah, they it it was whoever put this tour lineup together, they were they were shicey as shit. Well, not shicey, but they was petty. They had a tour lineup with uh, it was supposed to be Nas. Nas was supposed to be down here. It was at a festival. It was like Killer Mike. Matter of fact, let me tell you the the, the, the type of lineup it was. It was the Young Bloods, Killer Mike, Pastor Troy, Nas, Khalees, CeeLo. <laughs> I mean, it was all over the goddamn place. All over the fucking place. <laughs> um, well, at first, it made sense like by themselves, but then you had Nas and CeeLo and Khalees. Like, what are we even doing? <laughs> and um, and it was a uh, um, I think it was it was like another uh, rapper, like somebody like a fucking like Slim Thug or somebody. It was just somebody random. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a festival with all, with those kind of rappers. It did happen. I don't know if I don't know if either of them showed up. But yeah, it was a festival down here in Atlanta, and they had Nas and Khalees. I was like, what? Well, I, for one, I could see Nas performing, but I don't know. I just the Khalees shit kind of threw me off. Yeah, not together. That doesn't seem like a or not at the same. Venue that doesn't seem like a good idea. And then who 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 performed first? Did Khalees come out before Nas? Did Nas come out before Khalees? Did, like did they did they see each other in the in the in the backstage? I mean, how did that go down? Mm, I mean, if and clearly, like niggas ain't logical, so. Who the hell knows? Khalees should have definitely came out before Nas in the first song that Nas should have performed after Khalees left. Don't say bye, baby. Yeah, he should have. No, he should have. Look, <laughs> matter of fact, he should have performed that shit while she's still on fucking stage walking off. Wow. <laughs> and then he should have like all the background dancers in a fucking in that green dress that he was wearing. Good lord, no. Matter of fact, he should be sitting down with the green dress while Khalees is walking off stage. And start rapping Bye Baby. I I would hope that would never happen. I also would hope that they don't even pass running across. Like, I hope that Khalees is, like, one of the first people out. And then she leaves before Nas even gets to the baby. If, it, if, 50, if, if 50 was managing that goddamn concert, that absolutely would have happened. I mean, yes, because 50 <laughs> is messy as fuck. <laughs> super messy and super just, good lord, like, this nigga's different. But yeah, that was the lineup. It was just all over the place. CeeLo and the Young Bloods, and uh, I think Big Crip was there too. It was like Ti, and she was just all over the place. Okay, I mean, so they was just grabbing names. Like they didn't care who they got. They was just like, yo, we'll take whoever. Yeah, they got the Young Bloods. I mean, I don't feel like it was hard for them to get. Oh, the other play, it wasn't Slim Thug. It was Bone Crusher. 
That's who the other person was. Wait, is this the one that was in like that the park? In yeah. Park. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember. I remember some of this because when you said Bone Crush, I remember that name. Yeah. I believe T.I. You know, say his name was thrown around too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for a lot of niggas, like a lot of the Atlanta niggas, like it makes sense. Like the young blood, like he ain't really gotta go nowhere. Like you know, what I'm saying nigga just hop on the Marta. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> go down to five points or wherever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Get their bag, go home. Like Nas and Khalees, though, it's just like, well, well, Nas, well, they did used to live in Atlanta, so I don't know. It's still weird. It doesn't really match up. It doesn't, but that's that's what they had. Yeah, promoters got to promote, huh? Um, have you checked out uh the Big Crit album yet? I know you sure. said okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, loving it. You thought it was decent, solid effort. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I ran through that maybe twice. Like, I think it... Um, Forever is a mighty long time. Like, it's a double album. But I... Like, if I took the best tracks off of that and then compared it to this, like, I would say this one's a little bit better. Okay, okay. Yeah, this one sounded like it was just like, yo, fuck, I'm gonna just do whatever I feel like doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, Freddie Gibbs' album. You said you was impressed by that. Yeah, that was a jam. I was like, yo. Like, I was not expecting that. And the thing about it is, like, I guess he worked with that dude, Mad Lib, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, yo, damn near every song had, like, this beat change to it. And I was just like, yo, this is, like, this is a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, like, 16 tracks. I thought it was, like, I thought it was dope as fuck. Like, that nigga was rapping his ass off. Yeah, Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs is, uh, Freddie Gibbs' album is really good. Um... I think the only other album that came out. Uh, should I? Um, I guess Camille. Camille asked me, but I told her, "No, nah, I ain't sitting here and listen to that shit." Um, Chris Brown. Um, it, it, any advice that you give to me if I need to attempt to listen to a Chris Brown album now? Because I don't know what his deal is for making these three-hour albums. Like, yeah. put it this way. Um, I'm going to Virginia uh, this Friday. Okay. I'm going to go uh, pick up Aiden from my parents' house. So I'm driving to Virginia. That's about a five-and-a-half-hour. It probably take me about six hours to get there because I'm pretty sure I'm going to stop and uh, get something to eat. Yeah. So is this Chris Brown Indigo album, Do I, is that the best time for me to listen to this album? Because I ain't even heard none of it yet. Matter of fact, I, ain't, I didn't even listen to the other one. Yeah, okay, so I haven't heard Indigo yet. Like, that's 32 tracks. Like, And the last one was 45. Yeah, no R&B singer should make an album more than... 16 is pushing it. Like, but, you know what I'm saying? That's about where you should be at. So I listened to the last album, The Heartbreak on the Full Moon Chain, right? Mm-hmm. It was 45 tracks. Dude, I literally had to break it down. So I listened to, I listened to that one in, like, four pieces so I listen to like one through ten eleven through like twenty like and not like back to back whatever I listen to it like like they're their own separate albums and dude like the last one it's like the problem with it is the songs that's like actually hidden you're not gonna remember because it's so much fucking music so so I'm thinking like I'm gonna listen to this I'm gonna get through it then I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna like you know tag and like insert the 
songs that I like into my playlist. And I was just like, dog, I can't go through these shits. I don't remember all these shits. There's too many fucking songs to remember which one stood out. And that's why I think, like, this Indigo shit is, because this shit is, what, 32 songs? And you feel like this Indigo track, it might sound just like the heartbreak on the full moon. Yeah, because, I mean, it's all just going to run together. It's just way too fucking much. And so, like, my whole thing is, like, yo, I plan on listening to it. Like, I plan on listening to it in, like, three separate like 1 through 11, 12 through, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But every time I go to listen to it, I'm like, fuck, I don't... Like, it feels like it's like a fucking... It feels like it's a chore. You know what I mean? It's like, huh. I look through it because it's like, I want to. It's like, I'm listening to it because, fuck, I, I told myself I would. You know what I mean? So it's not even fun. You know what I'm saying? I try to get through all of that shit. Okay. I'm saying something and he's doing himself a disservice by doing that shit. Like I get he's doing it because like if somebody listens to it all the way, like that's more strings for him. But dude, like like for one person to put out that many tracks, it's like, nah man. And also, that means that you're not even fucking you don't really care about what you're putting out because this thirty two tracks, bro, like at least 10 of these are going to be throwaway songs, dog. Like, songs mm-hmm. that you should have no business putting out. And then you're not going to like all of the the songs anyway. Yeah, and the thing is, like, when you listen to it for the first time, it's like, you don't know what to skip and what not. You have to listen to it all the way through. So, I mean, who the fuck has two hours and four minutes to listen to this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, all the way... Dude, like, listen to one artist for two hours seems like the worst idea ever. It depends on who it is. There are very few people. I, know, I can I can remember I can remember Angie getting a little bone thugs and harmony out with with me and Juan. <laughs> I remember Angie asked me that one time. She was like. Do y'all just listen to It's like every time I come over to y'all's house There's Bone Thugs and Harmony playing Like is this all y'all listen to all day I'm like yeah That's alright so two hours of Bone Right That's going through their catalog More like eight hours of Bone Yeah but I'm saying like We're doing two hours right Like that's you're going through their catalog You know what I'm saying like I can do two hours of Big Crip Going through his catalog. Okay, okay, but, okay. Like, I can't sit down and listen to this one nigga's new album. Okay, I got you. Okay, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, so if the Art of War was like ten disc <laughs> instead of two, <laughs> man, I'm gonna have to work up. <laughs> like, yo, you feeling the Art of War disc six? Nah, man, I'm feeling that disc eight though. <laughs> Had a little, had a little bit more wishbone on disc eight, man. We had to wait to disc eight to get to more of the wishbone tracks. That's wish shine. <laughs> nah, even with the art of war though, it's like, dude, the art. I look at the art of war as two different albums. Like I listen. It really to is. Listen to, you know what I'm saying? And that's like that's four, sometimes five different niggas, right? Yo, it really is. Flesh was flesh on on any of the art of war albums? No. Uh, Nah, he was on uh, It's Almost Thug. He was on, um, he was on like three songs. Or like, he was on like two on this, two. Flesh, Flesh. Almost Thug on this one. Like, that was track five, I believe. He was on Almost Thug? For real? Yeah, I believe he had the first verse. I believe he did. Hmm. 
Maybe he did. Maybe I thought that was a. Uh, maybe he did have the first verse. Because it was crazy and lazy had a verse. I'm do, I do remember busy. Of course, Wishbone had the last verse. Of course. <laughs> you know, no, they that, always give him the last verse unless his verse is actually good. Like then he'll get the third verse. Yeah, he got the last verse on Hater Nation. That he, you know, he just started fucking talking. talking. <laughs> he just gave up on the verse. <laughs> Come on, Wish. Come on. Try a little bit harder, bro. I'm, I'm trying with you, bro. I'm trying. He had his solo song, man. Which wasn't even a solo song. When we think about it. You so he. No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of uh, lazy. My bad. Yeah, get your thug on, right? Get your thug on. Yeah, I mean, all right. <laughs> That's the one solo song he had in his body. Like he knew. Like after he made that song, was like I, I know I can't put out a solo album. I'm just not built for it. That nigga took all the energy out of him. It was like putting on that goddamn Infinity Gauntlet glove and took out <laughs> Tony Stark's life. <laughs> he was like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I feel like that was the last song they recorded. Because everybody was like, yo, we all got solo songs. You know what I'm saying? Like, wish we, you know what I'm saying? We need you to do one. And he was like, man, fuck it. I'll try. <laughs> he went and did it. He was like, you know what? That's it. Wrap it up. Like, I'm done. I, I got no more for you. I got no more for you. Hey, that song made uh, the greatest hits. Are you serious? It did. It made up Bone Thugs and Harmony greatest hits. Man, they did that shit trying to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you have to do that, but you're the only one that doesn't have a solo album, right? I guess, yeah. It, it song is on the greatest hits album. See, I'm not going to... Like, the song isn't bad, though. The song is a jam. I'm not even going to lie, but... <laughs> um, and, and what I mean like the greatest hits album it's on that one with um, the one with the gray cover they actually did a uh, and it's also the other one, that's, it, the one that's a double disc it's a double disc yes and they did uh, they did a uh, chopped and screw version of the greatest of that album too yeah yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I mean, there was no reason for me to buy that because I literally had all the other songs. So. Oh yeah, yeah, but the uh, the chopped and screwed um, greatest hits version was actually pretty good if you're into screw chopped and screwed music. I feel like you know that I'm not. <laughs> okay, but no, I, I thought it was pretty dope though. It was pretty good if you're into that. If you're into that whole chopping and. Yeah, nah, I, I bought that Paul Wall album that had chopped and screwed under it and I just gave it away. Okay. No, it wasn't that bad. I mean, yeah, but yeah, that that was that was Wishbone's only shining moment. But I, I do remember Angie, you know, coming over like, damn, y'all listen to Bone Thugs and Harmony every day. Like every time I come over to y'all's apartment, it's Bone Thugs and Harmony playing. I was like, well, there are other songs by Bone Angie because every time you come over, Juan is only playing um Buddha Lovers. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, it was another song that, that Juan would play. He would play, like, one of these Crazy Bone songs. Um, damn, the one with, um, uh, it was off of Crazy Bone's Thug, Men- not Thug, maybe it was Thug Mentality. Yeah, I think it was Thug Mentality. It was where they, uh, he sampled, um, dun, 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 dun. yeah, 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 yeah. Juan would play those songs religiously. Religiously, I mean, dude. The thing about like, 
you know what? I guess that's true with me too. But like the thing with like one, like yo, if it's a song that's like it gets him that vibe, like he's smoking or he's doing whatever, like he will fucking play that shit to the ground. He like friends. He did switch it up. Like when I switched it up, I played friends. He fucked with that shit. Yeah. And but he I mean, fucked with a uh, Mo Thug's family tree. So. I mean, but I mean. But, like you can fuck with so many bone songs. Like if you really trying to catch that vibe, like if you like smoking or whatever. Like most of their songs, you, you probably could vibe with like that for real. But yeah, I mean those two songs are like I, I definitely could see him being like yo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. But I mean, I I see what you're saying. Too much of Chris Brown on one album can be repetitive, and you can grow a little. I guess you could say weary, because it's just like okay, uh, you you can lose track, you can lose focus, you'll start thinking about other shit, not focusing on the album, you get lost. I mean, exactly. Like my whole thing is like, if I want to check out your album, that means like I'm interested in the album. But if it's that long, I can't. I I don't have that. Where all the songs on that Heartbreak album were they all like kind of the same thing? Were there at least some type of upbeat songs on that shit? Yeah, nah, they... Because that helps. It does, but it's like, all right. It's either going to be upbeat or it's going to be slow, you know what I'm saying? But you don't know which one was which. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is like, yo, my favorite Chris Brown album is the X album. And that shit had 22 songs on it. And I could pay attention through that, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, 40 is pushing it. 30 is pushing it you know what I'm saying like you made you made an album with 22 tracks that I actually listened to all the way through you know what I'm saying like dude like you already did the impossible like you are an R&B singer like I shouldn't be able to pay attention for that long you know what I'm saying and you want to you want to keep pushing your luck like alright bro hey man that cocaine have them up all night on that goddamn studio man Dude, that's exactly what it is. And cocaine so, and all that ecstasy he probably popping, man. Yeah, and thing like I know he be in there it's like, yo, let me record one more and everybody's just tired. <laughs> yo, I fire all y'all niggas down record this shit. <laughs> Fuck it, all right, Chris, all right, here we go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know niggas are sleepy in the booth, and you know he's not because he probably going on that aggravated uh cocaine high. Like my name is not Chris, it's Christopher. <laughs> yeah. uh, you ever read that Rolling Stone article? No. Like apparently, like nah, like he was like he's really like it seemed like he was really deep into like coke and lean and uh uh X pills, you know what I'm saying? So like they were saying like the bodyguard used to have to check on him when he did fall asleep to make sure he was breathing and stuff. And it was like so mm. I, I can only and they said that nigga was just as volatile as I remember him, so I can only imagine how that nigga actually was like recording shit. Like he was forcing niggas to record, and them niggas was like, "Yo, this shit is wack." He was like, "I don't give a fuck, record it." Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, I hope niggas doing better. I guess I don't know. Well, uh, I'll think about listening to this Chris Brown album, but I will say though, this Drake, uh, the latest Drake track with uh, Rick Ross, uh, "Money to the Grave" or "Money in the Grave." Well, there's two of them. There's that one, and then there's uh, the gold ring. I don't give a fuck about that shit. I don't oh, care okay. about that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. uh, money, in, money in the grave shit. Uh, I really like. I really do like that track. 
which makes me look forward to this uh, Rick Ross Port of Miami too. Um, I guess the only uh, the only criticism I would give with the Port of Miami two thing is because I don't like when rappers or when artists call something a part two after they came out with it, you know, almost over ten years ago. Because it's not going to sound the same. Yeah, it's not going to sound the same. Because I mean, Port of Miami was literally Rick Ross being this drug kingpin. And if Port of Miami two, one of your lead singles is featuring Drake, uh, you're not gonna be talking about no coke kingpin shit on shit. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna be talking about a. a a woman that you're in love with or some shit. So, it's, you know, say this whole, when I think of Port of Miami, I think about, you know, you're going to be rapping about like on some BMF shit. But if you're featuring Drake, you ain't rapping about no shit like that. So that, that that's my only criticism about it. Like, yeah, like Port of Miami gave me, it's not similar, but it gave me the same vibes like Doug Motivation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is like if you got a song with Drake, that means like it's just gonna be like kind of flossy, kind of you know, what I'm saying you shine it up, it ain't grinding. Yeah, like I mean, you had a song on there like "With my money, my money, I need, I need cash." Yeah. Bro, that shit, yo, Port of Miami was grimy as fuck. So, yeah, like this part of Miami, I don't even think you could make that shit like if you're Rick Ross. You're not like, because I already know. No, and and out, rich way too long. Yeah, and plus, you know, he's going to have a track on there with Wale, and it's going to be like the introduction to Dice Pineapples. Oh, my God. I still hate that. A beautiful, beautiful, black, luscious girl. You know what I'm saying? Living on the sunset. Your beautiful, dark, sweaty skin. I don't give a fuck what the others think. <laughs> like, this ain't part of Miami. Like, this is Wale getting in his dark-skinned woman bag. Like, yeah. where the BMF track at? I'm not even going... You know what? Fuck it. If it's problematic, it's problematic. Like, I don't listen to Rick Ross to be out here respecting women. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's what Wale is for. That's why you got him. Like, I'm listening to Rick Ross for you to say some problematic stuff about women. Like, I'm sorry. That's why you have Wale. That's why you have Drake. No. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh, Drake croons over why, these women. That's why they have Drake. Like, I Drake is mad fucking problematic to me. But, you know. Like people don't really see it. Like women definitely don't. But I, I definitely get where you're going. But yeah, that's why you got Wale. That's why. <sighs> see, that's why people think they got Cole. But Cole is out here calling y'all women bitches all the time. Oh yeah, and he's married, so he goes home to his wife. Well, fuck about y'all hoes. We figured out this wife is black or white, yeah. Uh, she's mixed. Well, I like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big ass babes. Yep. Okay. No, no. Drake's Drake's out here for the women. Drake is the nigga that goes to the strip club and sees that the woman's like, "Girl, you could change your life. <laughs> Just hold on. We're going home." <laughs> I mean, yeah, I see that. You don't have to live like this anymore. He's also that nigga that's out here verbally abusing women. Like, girl, you are never gonna find anybody better than me. <laughs> like, you are lucky to be with me. Like, <laughs> no, all you gotta do is listen to the end of Diamonds Dancing. Like that shit was so creepy, so personal. Mine should be ashamed of like. Yo, this nigga Drake is mad when a girl decides she wants to travel the world. Like you got all these passports in your, or these stamps in your passport. Like, listen, Hotline Bling is like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? 
I, <laughs> you used to call me. Oh, now you don't want to call me no more. Yeah, this nigga literally got mad because the girl is out here living her life. Living her best life, too. She's out here traveling. She's out here meeting new people. And Jagger's like, yeah, but you should be home with me. <laughs> pregnant barefoot. <laughs> Jewish mother wouldn't want to hear you talking like that, Aubrey. That's right. Drake, Drake be the nigga, you know what I'm saying? She called him like, where the fuck you at? Uh, I'm just hanging out with my friend Terrence. Oh, 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 okay. Um, I'll, I'll call you back later. And then Terrence be like, yo, who that? Oh, it's just Aubrey. Oh, yo, yo, oh, oh, it is? Yo, put that nigga on the phone. Put me on speaker. Yo, yo, Aubrey. And that nigga Drake that hung the phone up. <laughs> you know he's about to go, yo, let your bitch live her life, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> she got a problem with me, nigga? No, no, Terrence. I, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> also, like, did you do it intentionally that Pusha T's name is Terrence? Or was that, like, by accident? <laughs> no, it was intentionally because of Pusha okay, T. because I was just like, that is brilliant. Because we know, because we know if, if Drake hears, Drake's hear Pusha T's voice, he's, he's going to shut up real quick. Yeah. He, he ain't going to be, he ain't going to be on that. <laughs> yeah, he hear that in the background. He's going to be like, yeah, I'll, I'll call you back later. Yeah. You know what, <laughs> You know what? You're right. This ain't the right time to talk. <laughs> and then as soon as he hangs up, as soon as he hangs up, he starts singing Marvin's Room. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that dick. Yeah. <laughs> that you. <laughs> yeah, Drake is like, yo, when it comes with like, Drake be the real, like, yo. Terrence told me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I be quiet. When I hang up, I be talking again. <laughs> Dog, Marvin's room, dude. How can you not listen to Marvin's room and just think like, yo, this nigga Drake, I feel like when he made Marvin's room, he was like drunk, masturbating on Facebook pictures of his ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And calling her crying, crying to get her back. Yeah, and crying. Like, dude, I, I'm just, I mean, like that That seems like a sympathy, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of gum shit, but you know. And it, it didn't make it any better because, I mean, he probably saw that goddamn Orange Juice Jones video. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a $2,000 fur coat. <laughs> you saw your bitch walking in the rain, huh? <laughs> Damn, you hate to see it. <laughs> hate to see it. And it's like, this nigga, man. Yeah, that's a, that's a, I stay in love ass nigga, bro. Like, all right, dude. Hey, man. That's, uh, hey, hey, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see what this Rick Ross Port of Miami 2 going to be like. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving it high expectations, but Rick Ross never really disappoints uh, me on an album, so. Yeah. His albums are actually pretty yeah, solid. Like, if nothing else, we know that this man is going to have the most amazing beats. Like, this nigga has an ear for beats, so. Yeah, he does pretty good on it. Yeah, like so. I mean, I'm I'm here for. It. I just hate that he named it that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, no fuck it. Like just you know, what I'm saying, hear him talking this normal nonsense over these beats. Like, all right, cool. So all right, man. Let me go in here. I'm a. Uh... It's nothing on television. I think I'm gonna go in here and watch Law and Order. I mean, there's literally nothing on, bro. Gonna. 
I mean, there's nothing else on. Like, what 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 are you about to do now? I mean, I've been playing MLB today, so. Yeah, that lets you know there's there's nothing on, man. Oh, there's like, absolutely nothing. So I think I'm gonna see what Law and Order is on, and uh, make some chicken wings and just chill. Get ready for work in the morning. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, man. So shit. So, all right, man. All right.